Hello, you're listening to the C to Z of movies. Uh, my name's Colin, I'm the C, and with me is Zijan the Z. Hello, Zijan. Hi, Colin. Have you been playing Pokemon? I have not been playing Pokemon. I don't Everyone's really playing Pokemon Go, Colin. Every single person. I was uh, I was on a stag do this weekend in a, in a fairly remote place in Devon, uh, uh, and even there, people were driving past trying to find Pokemon. <laughs> is, it, po- is Pokemon the plural of Pokemon? Y- yeah, I think so. Cool. I think so. Yeah, you should try getting it. It's addictive for like two days or so, and that's pretty much it. So my thing is, if you're if you're doing it to get exercise, fair enough. But if you're driving around just hanging your phone out the window or something, that's. Uh, <laughs> There's no point to that. You, anyway, you have to catch them all. <laughs> you, you, you don't don't fall for the marketing. You don't have to catch them all. Um, <laughs> we're a movie podcast. Uh, so yes, we, we are. Yes. So we're not going to talk any more about Pokemon unless they make a movie. They have made a movie, but we're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk today about musicals, you know, musical films. It was suggested by my friend Jenny that we should sing all of today's episode. I'm doing jazz hands right now. Okay, well, that'll do. Um, so we're mainly talking about musicals. We've got a bit of a Les Mis quiz coming up fairly soon. Uh, we're going to be talking about Zijan's favourite actor, Will Smith. Um, Way. <laughs> we'll find out more about that later. Um, and we're also talking about singing in the rain as part of our musicals. But first off, the news. Now, Zijan, you've told me you don't have much news today, but what have you got? I have something about Pokemon. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was going to feed from that. <laughs> there was a direct link. <laughs> oh, that was that was an intentional segue, was it? There was an intentional segue. Oh dear! <laughs> it was planned right from the beginning, Colin. You just ruined it by okay. introducing the whole podcast. I did. Anyway. I did ruin it. So, anything about Pokemon season? No, they're doing a live action film. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, live action. Since, what? Since um, the popularity of Pokemon has skyrocketed and the shares of Nintendo has done the same thing thanks to Pokemon Go. Yes. They are actually considering doing a Pokemon live action film. And it's, I think, Legendary is a studio, which is a front runner to do it. They did the Warcraft film recently. Okay. Yeah, so I'm not sure how they're going to... Are there there any humans in Pokemon? Yeah, there's Ash Ketchum. Okay. You know Ash. I don't. I don't know, actually. No. You know, his last name, Ketchum, is a pun of Ketchum or. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not sure how they can put Pokemon in your live action. Maybe you can do something like Jungle Book, I like guess. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not sure what they're going to do. If if you're going to make them quite lifelike, it's going to be quite creepy. So, I think they have to do something like the Jungle Book, where you make them more friendly and lovable. Yeah, although, in fairness, the Jungle Book is a much loved novel by, by the great Roger Kipling. <laughs> Pokemon. And Pokemon is just a much bunch of love. kids' toys, isn't it? <laughs> it's been around for twenty years. Has it really? Yeah, it's it has. Uh, Zijan, do you know how to uh, get Pikachu onto a bus? Yes, I know this joke, Colin. <laughs> you you spread it around. You Pokemon. You Pokemon. Uh, yeah, um, well done. Is this a segue to something funny? Um, no, this is a, this isn't a segue at all. Is that all the Pokemon news we have? <laughs> that is the only Pokemon news we have. Okay, well, let me talk about Star Wars then. Um, uh, it's the Star okay. Wars celebration right now. Um, it's it's happening as we speak. Actually, I think they've probably stopped the day. But there's a few days of it. There's a new Rogue One. Well, it wasn't exactly a trailer. It's what they call a sizzle reel. What is a sizzle reel? So basically, it's, it's some shots from behind the scenes and some shots of the film and some kind of talking heads of people saying, uh-huh. isn't it great to be here? They did one for um, Force Awakens before that one came out. And... Uh, it, it well, it, what from what they've shown, it looks uh, looks fun, looks good. Um, there's shows there some stormtroopers running across a beach and uh, uh, <laughs> Felicity Jones holding some that might be plans of a Death Star or might not. Uh, yeah, shouldn't they be doing that on like the fourth of May or something? Um, probably. I'm not sure why they hold Star Wars Celebration now, but they do. So fair play to them. Um, so I, I was looking at on the on the on the Twitter to see if there's any exciting revelations. Um, uh, apparently they've confirmed uh-huh. our favourite actor Alden Ehrenreich is playing Han Solo, which is weird because I thought that was confirmed like two months ago. Uh, yeah, but, isn't that a bit late? But apparently they've confirmed it. This is how quick we are with the news, Colin. We're we, even faster than Star Wars. That's we how fast are, we are faster than Star Wars. We are faster than Star Wars Twitter feed. Yes, uh, they've also confirmed that uh, Matt Mickelson is playing Jin's father. Do I know who Matt Nicholson is? Do I know who? Uh, Mads Mickelson. Uh, He was in Casino Royale. Um, He played Hannibal in the TV series Hannibal. He's Uh, done done a fair amount of stuff. Okay, is he British? I don't think so. 
I'm not just wondering. I'm going to say he's uh, Swedish because he's got his name looks kind of Swedish. Uh-huh. That's the in-depth level of research I do here. Yeah, um, clearly. <laughs> and the the only other piece of Star Wars news that seemed even slightly interesting was that Episode Eight is going to start straight from where Episode Seven ends. Okay. Yeah. Um, is that different? No, so, not and, really. <laughs> from the other films, I was just trying to think, like, shouldn't episode 8 start where episode 7 ends? I guess it starts immediately so when Ray goes and see Luke, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think we knew that was going to happen anyway, but I'm, they really haven't revealed much in this thing. Um, hmm. I guess between the other Star Wars films, there was a bit of a gap. They could do like a montage, a rocky montage of Ray training with Luke again. They could. To Eye of the Tiger. You should, um, you should phone them up. Mm. Or tweet them. <laughs> well, in the within the realms of um, space, oh, yeah. you heard about uh, Star Trek. Uh, I think I, they've announced that Sulu is going to be gay. They have, yeah. Um, it's quite big news in the past two weeks, actually. Especially since uh, I think George Take, who played Sulu, uh, who is gay himself, wasn't a fan of no, this change. It's all a bit embarrassing for them because I think they they did it kind of as a uh, more or less for him as a kind of a, a tribute. Yeah, and kind of thought he'd be happy about it. They asked him beforehand, and he said no, and he still did it anyway, did wasn't it? Yeah, that's oh dear. Um, whilst we're talking about Star Trek, uh, Star Trek Beyond comes out in about a week, doesn't it? Um, and uh, our next episode will be on that, won't it? So we'll be able to talk more about that then. Oh yeah, we it's out this week or was it next week? I can't remember now. I think it's the twenty second. Um, oh, okay. And we're recording this on the seventeenth. We'll hopefully get it released before the twenty second. Your fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely watching it anyway. I've watched the first two in the new series, so I yeah, finished I mean, the trilogy. So we're we're going to do uh, a, a podcast episode on it. I mean, I don't really know anything about Star Trek, so I don't know how well the episode is going to go. But we'll, uh, mm. we'll see. There are aliens. There are. There's space. I well save something for next time. Um, <laughs> But speaking of uh, speaking of space, there's some new concept art from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Uh-huh. Um, includes uh, a character called Mantis. Uh yes. What I, can you tell me about Mantis? I saw the news yesterday. Um, I think she's telepathic. Uh, I'm not okay. too well versed with um, the Guardians of the Galaxy comic books, unfortunately. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, as as most people know, they aren't really as big as the Avengers. No. And you know, when it first came out, people were, it was a punt really to whether it worked or not, and it worked really well. So I'm not well, well versed on the characters. I know James Gunn. Is it James Gunn? It is James yes. Gunn. Yeah. He wanted to introduce more female characters this time uh, around. Okay. So, uh, Mantis, um, was in the forefront of, um, uh, right. uh, being introduced. So I've did some research. Uh, I mean, I think she's green, like Mantis. Yes. <laughs> Good really? research. Yep. She she's telepathic. I think she can communicate with plants like poison ivy. <laughs> can, she think communicate, so. can she communicate uh, with Groot then? Possibly, yeah. I also did some research in as much uh-huh. as I read the first paragraph of the Wikipedia page about uh-huh. it. Um, uh-huh. and so she's she's got a Vietnamese mother and a German father. Um, the actress playing her, and this yes. is even harder than Alden Ehrenreich, um, Pom Clementiev. Okay. Um, is from Canada with Korean mother and a French Russian father. That that's yeah. a lot lot of uh, nationalities going on. It is. It is. That's like well, that's pretty close two. though, isn't it? Well, I mean, is it? I mean, so I guess German is kind of like French. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Vietnamese and is kind of Korean. Like Korea, <laughs> just just a few thousand miles apart. Also, the good people at Comics Buyers Guide uh, ranked the character the 99th sexiest woman in comics. Out of 100. Out of 100. <laughs> But, so but she just to made do with the that, list. Really. But, uh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, I don't think there are that many f- prominent female characters in Guardians of the Galaxy. I think um, Captain Marvel makes an appearance. Oh yes. Um, some way through the comic books, but she's not an integral part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Basically, who we saw in the first film is Nebula and um, yeah. Oh, what's her name? The green one. <laughs> Gamora. Gamora. There you go. <laughs> it's one of Zoe Saldana's the, the, uh, many different coloured. Uh, There'll be two green female aliens in the next Guardians of the Galaxy, Colin. So I hope you don't get confused. I probably will. There was a um, a green female alien in uh, the first Star Trek film. Was there? Only briefly. Um, Zoe Saldana's roommate in that. Oh yes, that's right. Hmm. There you go. One day we'll do our <laughs> green female aliens episode. Yeah. But, um... It's gonna be a short one. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any more news? Um, the first image of Pennywise is out. 
It is, isn't it? Mm. He's played by Bill Skarsgård. So I didn't know. I don't know much about Bill Skarsgård. I was um, just googling him recently. Is I he mean, related he's... to the other Skarsgårds? No, no, no. He's mm. Swedish, and I think the most prominent role he's been was in one of the Divergent series. Only right. one of them. Not not all of them. It's just one of them. Okay. <laughs> so so that's that's how big he is. But um, have you seen the original it? No. 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 <laughs> well, as as uh, as long term listeners will know, I don't watch horror films. So no. Have you seen it? I have actually. Oh, they really? showed it as a TV film in Malaysia when I was younger, and I was horrified. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no way in the world I'm going to watch this film. <laughs> I, I was so terrified. Have you read the book though? Uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so yeah, for those who don't know, it is about this demonic being, and he tends to turn into children's worst fears, and most of the time he is usually a clown. In the original film, it was played by Tim Curry. Oh yeah. Oh, the, the, the film freaked me out when I was a kid. I didn't like it at all. Are you scared of clowns? <laughs> not not now and not back then, but it was really creepy. It was really, really okay. creepy. I can understand why people get scared of clowns as well. Right. You, you, you can't tell what's hidden underneath that white pastel paint. Yes, very, very true. <laughs> Anything more from you? Uh, well, speaking of horror films, um, which I might actually watch this one... Um, so Javier Bardem really? has been well, maybe uh, Javier Bardem has been linked with the uh, the role of Frankenstein's monster ah. in uh, in Universal's ongoing attempt to get a kind of horror Avengers going. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. The, so they've already got the... um, Tom Cruise lined up and Russell Crowe. I think Russell Crowe they want to play um, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yes, um, I saw that. And Tom Cruise, I'm not sure. He was supposed to be in the, in the Mummy, but I don't know who. He'd, maybe he's Van Helsing or something. I don't know if he turns up in the Mummy. But I thought in this new the upcoming Mummy, it's going to be a female Mummy, right? Yeah, he's not playing the mummy itself. He's playing oh, okay. someone else in it. Um, but I mean, they, they, every now and again they make one of these films, and it's always terrible. I mean, I, I, in fairness, I'd never watched. What them, so did you like? Have you not seen the first Mummy? I mean, more recently with like, I Frankenstein and ah. um, Dracula Unbound or Untold or whatever. It was. Okay. Well, the first Mummy was very entertaining. I have to say, Brendan Fraser was really good. Okay, maybe they're trying to recapture that magic. Yeah, there's a white monster cinematic universe, isn't it? That's what they're trying to do. Well, that's what they're trying to do, but yeah, they've got to make some films people actually want to watch at some point before. Uh... Yeah. So, what makes you want to choose to watch this instead? Because <laughs> and, Tom Cruise and... is in it. Well, not, not Tom Cruise, it's the Frankenstein one. Yeah, I might not watch that one. Depends Tom <laughs> Cruise is in it. Um, <laughs> uh, you know Tom Cruise. I love Tom Cruise. Yeah, well done. Thank you. Um, the, <laughs> I only have one more piece of news, and it's a clever segueing piece of news. Um, uh, is it about a musical? It's about a musical. Is it about Les Miserables? <laughs> <laughs> My first question in the Les Mis quiz is going to be, how do you pronounce it? And, and you will lose. Uh, no, it's about a film called La La Land, which actually was originally due to be to come out uh, this week, I think, but it's been pushed back to well December in the US and, and January over here mm-hmm. um, it's written and directed by uh, Damien Chazelle uh, who did Whiplash mm-hmm. and it's starring Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone uh, and it's a, it's a musical about uh, he, he plays a, a jazz pianist I think she's a, an aspiring young actress uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Watson again uh, Emma Stone oh, um, uh, yeah Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling again they were together again, in... for, for the uh, for the third time they were together in uh, Crazy Stupid Love mm-hmm. and Gangster Squad and I think they're great together yeah yeah and, uh, they have good chemistry uh, yeah, and we we both like Whiplash, didn't we? So um, yeah, I love Whiplash. That that bodes well. So I'm very excited by by that one. Check out the trailer. Is it based on a real musical or? I think it's new. I think it's completely new. And the songs are all created on the spot, or are they like a jukebox music, jukebox musical when they are based off and a particular oh, no, no, artist? Oh, they're, they're, they're new songs for the uh, for the film. Okay. Um. So the trailer features uh, Ryan Gosling singing a song called "City of Stars." I don't think they've released any other songs. No. From it. Yet. Oh, but Ryan Gosling can sing though. Yeah, it turns out he can. And yeah. he could be in my recasting. Let's talk about recasting now then. As a, to continue the segueing. You just ruined my whole plan, Colin. Oh, do you have a different plan? <laughs> no, 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 not really. <laughs> no? Okay. Um, tell, tell the good people about recasting, Zijan. Recasting is when we reimagine a classic film by recasting the main characters in that film with um, possibly new suggestions. We could change the gender, change the race, change forever with that. Yeah, we did it with yeah. Shawshank Redemption previously and it was good fun. I actually quite enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and so last uh, last time we asked uh, 
people to send in their suggestions if they had ideas for who could play the, the lead roles in uh, Singing in the Rain, yeah. if that was to be remade. So uh, Gene Kelly, obviously, is the, the one that everyone knows. Donald O'Connor and Debbie Reynolds play the other two uh, main parts. Have you so, watched Singing in the Rain before? I have seen it, not for... I seen it, it was only a couple of years ago, so I've seen it fairly recently. Mm. Um, I think it was one of the first few DVDs I bought, actually. They were going for cheap. Really? Yeah, I wanted to watch it. Um, and it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I can see why it's a classic and the scene where Gene Kelly was dancing in the rain is, yeah. Yeah, no, there's only him him uh, just singing and dancing in the rain, as, as the lyrics say, mm. um, is, is an absolute classic. I think the film itself, it, some of it doesn't entirely make sense. Um, I think the story is quite similar to the artist, in a way. They were creating films which starts to introduce sound, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And the original actress didn't have a good voice, so they brought in this young engineer, played by Debbie Reynolds, who mm. has a beautiful singing voice, to sing. Yes. And yeah, yeah. so it's very similar to the artist in that sense. Yeah, it's very similar to the film, the artist, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, one, one of my main memories of it is there's one scene where he just says, oh, imagine what it would be like if we did this, and then suddenly there's like a 10-minute song and dance number that's got nothing to do with the plot whatsoever. <laughs> no. Like, they just had a nice song and they wanted to put it in. Uh, anyway, we've had a few suggestions, but you're, you're right. Ryan Gosling would, uh, would would be a possible choice. In fact, if you see the La La Land trailer, there is one point where he swings around the lamppost. Um, oh, did he? <laughs> so How maybe apt. that was a uh, subtle foreshadowing. Mm. Why don't you go first, Ejan? Have you, have, you, have, you, have you chosen people for all three roles? Yeah, um, I think I struggled the most with Debbie Reynolds' role. Yes, I think too, it I think. was very difficult because you needed someone who was young enough to be an engineer. Is that how you pronounce it? In I think so. Engineer. It seems believable. Yeah, basically young enough and starstruck and, you know, big eyes and all that jazz. Okay. Yeah, so I think I struggled the most with hers, but I think I'm quite happy with who I've chosen for Debbie Reynolds. Tell the people. <laughs> Debbie Reynolds' character. Yeah, I, I've chosen Tom Holland. Is this a, have you changed the gender, Zijan? Yeah, I've changed the gender. But this is very exciting. Yeah, because it was very difficult to come out. I, I can't, I, so, when I was coming out of this list, First of all, I had to limit this to actors who can sing. Yes. So what's uh, what's Tom Holland's song in? He was in Billy Elliot, the musical, before uh, he became Spider-Man. So he was in Billy Elliot, the musical. So he was performing on stage uh, okay. way back then. Very good. So, and he in Spider-Man, when he was being Spider-Man, he was basically, you know, that, right? Keen, excited, enthusiastic, big eyes. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, because it was difficult. What I wanted was like Amy Adams in Enchanted. I'm not sure whether you've seen okay. that before, but yes. she was. Yeah, that's what I wanted. But I think Amy Adams is a bit too mature to play a young sure, starlet. Sure. A young starlet. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, so for for that role, I've I've stuck with the original gender. I've gone for Anna Kendrick. Um, I also found it the hardest one to pick. It was, I'll be honest. Even Anna Kendrick, she's a quite a seasoned musical performer now. That's the she thing. She is, but I think she. I mean, she can probably get away with playing someone fairly young. Um, and I basically chose because I know she can sing. Um, <laughs> she's done several musicals, some of which we'll we'll talk about. I expect um, the last five years, Into the Woods and um, uh, the Pitch Perfects. So she, she's shown she can do it. Mm, she can definitely sing. Um, I have to give her that. And she's very funny. And it's about time she made a film that people actually watched. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Pitch Perfect. I watch Pitch Perfect. I don't know about you. Yes, no. Especially the Pitch Perfects people watch, but I just keep seeing trailers for films that she's in, thinking, "Get a new agent." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, were there any other so, suggestions um, for De- uh, Debbie Reynolds' role? Uh, for Reynolds, uh, so only one other suggestion for the Debbie Reynolds' role, which was from my brother, uh, who's gone for Emma Stone. In fact, can Emma Stone sing? Uh, well, let's hope so, because she's going to be in uh, La La Land. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I have seen her sing. I'm trying to think where, and I can't. So, well, let's assume she can. Okay. Uh, until we're, until proven otherwise. All right. So, uh, the next two roles, uh, Don- oh, yes. Donald O'Connor sure. and Gene Kelly. So, Donald O'Connor, I, the only thing I remember the most about him was his insane dance sequence. Oh, yes, when he's going up the, up the walls. When he's going up the walls. So, to replace him, I've chosen Justin Timberlake. Justin, <laughs> fine. He can definitely sing. Yeah. He's a, he is. A, I actually like him as an actor. I thought he was very good in um, the Social Network. Yeah, I was a bit torn though because Justin. I'm not sure whether he's supporting actor material though. That's my only concern. Like All he right. could be a. I think a good Gene Kelly as well. I think, but okay. yeah. But I think his dancing skills is probably better than most of he's, the actors out there. 
He's there for the dancing. Mm, that's true. Do you have I, anyone for him, Daniel? Um, I do. I went for Jamie Bell, actually, uh, continuing the, the Billy Elliot theme. Ah. Because we know that he can dance. Uh, again, I couldn't really remember anything that Donald O'Connor did, so I just I thought Jamie Bell uh, <laughs> is probably the right height. <laughs> well done. Being, <laughs> I remember him being fairly short. Well done. Um, he's quite young, though. Um, he the, is. The character, isn't he? He was, yeah. That's why I was... Very Justin Timberlake seems a bit old. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's my only problem with Justin. But Simon, my brother again, has suggested uh, Bill Hader, which uh, so I don't know if Bill Hader's comedy actor. Was he in Saturday Night Live? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's appeared in various films like uh, Trainwreck. He was in fairly recently. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know if he can sing or dance, but there you go. Um, <laughs> Simon has also said that he didn't really remember what Donald O'Connor did, uh, which is. Apart from running up the wall. A shame for Donald O'Connor, but but that's um, how we all feel, I think. Yeah. Okay, so we're on to the main... Gene Kelly role. ...starring role. Yes. The one that people actually care about and can remember. Yes. Gene Kelly, and who have you gone for, Zizan? I See, when I put Tom Holland down, I actually put Robert Downey Jr. as Gene Kelly's role. But then I just okay. realised how more mature <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I think he's a bit too old for that role as well. So what... There was a wasn't there was a romantic subplot, wasn't there, between uh, Gene Kelly's character and Debbie Reynolds' character? It, it was very thinly whaled, I think. Was there? Yeah, it was only at the end. So okay, yeah, you could have that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> with with Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland. Robert okay. Downey Jr. and Tom Holland. Either that, or it can be Ryan Gosling. I'm happy Ryan Gosling as well. I think I just, okay, good choice. Ryan Gosling cool. is younger anyway. He is definitely younger than Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Who have you gone for, Gene okay. Kelly's role? So Gene Kelly's role, I went for Channing Tatum, largely based on Hail Caesar. Uh, okay, not Magic Mike. Oh, I've not seen Magic Mike actually. Um, he can strip in the rain. He can strip in. It'll the be rain. a new song, "Stripping in the Rain." Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, if if I uh, if I had that uh, torso, I'd strip in the rain. Um, <laughs> but in in Hail Caesar, uh, he is playing a kind of a, a Gene Kelly esque actor. Uh, in fact, uh, so someone who uh, does a lot of songs. I'm more for Fred Astaire style actor, but um. Uh, he does a, a song and dance number, number called uh, No Dames. And it's really good, actually. I think it's the best part of that film. Mm. Um, and it it could have been a, a classic scene in its own right. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah. There you go. I think, uh, I think he'd do a great job. Uh, okay, and so the other suggestions, um, Simon again, my brother, they're not all from him, um, has gone for Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I had him as the Donald O'Connor's role as well. I thought about him for the Donald O'Connor role. Yeah. Because he's quite short. Yes, and he could... Uh. <laughs> That's the only thing we remember from Donald O'Connor, his height. Yeah. Well done. Uh, in fact, I did think, is Channing Tatum too tall for Anna Kendrick? It, it worried me, but I thought, no, they can make it work. Is Anna Kendrick that short? She's very short, yeah. She doesn't seem so in the film, so... Just wears big shoes. Mm. Be fine. Yes, but we have some more suggestions. Um, so my good friend Rich has gone for Tom Chambers. I'd never heard of Tom Chambers. Who's Tom Chambers? Well, exactly. So I've, I looked him up on the old Wikipedia, uh-huh. um, and it turns out he's a British soap actor. Uh huh. You might you might hear me clicking in the background as I move around Wikipedia now. Yeah. Uh, he he won the sixth season of Strictly Come Dancing. Uh, that doesn't help. Most Im- but more importantly, uh, he originated the role of Jerry Travers in the UK production of Top Hat. Uh, so Top Hat, again, we might talk about shortly. Is um. Uh, was a, a musical starring Fred Astaire, and I, I assume that that was the main role. So he shows he can uh, he can sing and dance, he can do that. So fair play, Tom Chambers. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know how tall he is. You have Google in front of you, right, Colin? You could do all that. There's a lot of people called Tom Chambers. <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's he's 39 years old. I think um, Gene Kelly was and 40 he was, when he was he... born in Derbyshire. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> good old Wikipedia. Yes, um, he's got either four children. Or more likely, one child with four names: um, William Stanley Robert Chambers. I think it's the latter. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, my friend Mark has suggested Kevin Spacey, uh, which is interesting. He's... I think I've seen him perform before. I'm pretty sure I've heard him sing before on YouTube. Yeah, I think I've seen it in like uh, variety shows type things rather than a film. Mm. But fair play. Again, pitching slightly older than uh, he's like mid fifties, uh, early sixties. Yeah. 60s? A, bit, a little bit older. So long as he can do the dance scene, why not, right? Yeah, I, I reckon he's got good feet. Mm. He might need some assistance up that uh, lamppost. But, uh, the only other suggestion uh, I have is from uh, John Kingsley. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, who has suggested Professor Green. 
Now, I that's, don't know that's a rapper, isn't things, it? But he is a British rapper and songwriter. And yeah, also the like co-host it. of Lip Sync Battle UK. <laughs> <laughs> Figured John would notice. So there you go. Um, I've got, I can see a picture of him. He looks a fairly acceptable height. Um, so, yeah. Well done. Yeah. He's the right in. height. Yeah. Good <laughs> right. Well, that's another successful recasting. Uh, that's good fun, though. I like this recasting thing. I think we should do it more often. I yeah. don't think um, don't think Hollywood is going to be taking any of our uh, selections. No, but it's good fun. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that again sometime. Mm. But right now, it's quiz time. Wait, this is different. This is this is exciting, isn't it? Why now, is the quiz happening in the middle of this podcast? Why is the quiz happening in the middle? Well, because the quiz is on Les Miserables. And uh, the problem is, today's topic is musicals. Yep. And when we're talking about Les Mis, we might give away answers to the quiz. So let's do the quiz first. Okay. Um, so people who've been listening for a while will know that uh, each week, sorry, each fortnight, um, we do a quiz. Uh, we take it in turns to suggest topics. We ask each other five questions each. And we keep track of who won each one. And I've... I'm on the draw phase right You're now. You're on the draw phase, yes. Yeah. So the last two we've, we've drawn. Um, we've yes! Played, <laughs> which each I was very happy about. Proudest achievement. Yeah, but now I've gone for Les Mis, which, um, uh, the, what's well, quite you, the book, the stage musical, the film, all of it. Um, it will be <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I based all my questions on the film to make it fairer for you. Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah. Um, so. Did you not? <laughs> Thanks, Colin. <laughs> no worries. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, number one, what was the name of the new song which was added to the film, which was not in the theatre production? Uh, that was called, and I did this research, Dang uh, Suddenly. Yeah, you're right. There you go. In fact, yeah, I saw that on the Wikipedia page. Also, uh, I was listening to the Les Mis soundtrack on my, my way back from Devon today. So, I feel. Uh, I really yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that, that song. But yeah, it was yeah. exposition, really, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it really was. Okay, so my question one actually is about the book. Um, is, oh, is the, I thought you've not read the book, Colin. I've not read the book. Uh, it's it's okay. the only one about the book. Uh, when was Les Miserables first published? And I'll give you 10 years either way. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for this. <laughs> no worries. Oh, man. Uh, 1930? 1862. Oh, so close. <laughs> Do you say 100 years or part? <laughs> oh, I think I said 10. In fairness, you said we were doing this on the book as well. I yeah, I, thinking... I did say that, but I thought that you were worried about it, so I made it all based on the film just for you, Colin. So I hope you feel really bad when you beat me. Oh, you're going to hate the next question. Okay. Um, huh. Question um, two. Question two. Um, the actor who played the bishop in the Lemis film is also the original John Wild John in the West End production. Okay. Who is he? Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I did see this on Wikipedia, but I have no yeah. idea. Um, yeah. uh, Vincent Smith. Yeah, you're wrong on both counts. Ah, Combe Wilkinson. So close. So close. Next. Okay. Right. My my second question to you. Uh, during the 20th century, there were, according to Wikipedia, 13 film adaptations of Les Mis. <laughs> Can you give any year in which one was released? You've got a 13 in 100 chance. So this is good. <laughs> uh, even the most recent one. Uh, well, if, if if you think the most recent one was in the 20th century, then feel free to go for that. It was, wasn't it? Oh, I need to select a year. Yeah, yeah a year. Yeah, yeah. 1990. No. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I could read all 13 years, but I can't be bothered. Um, 1982 and 1995 were, were the closest you got there. Oh, yeah. Now we're getting that. Why are you coming out with all these year questions, Colin? Uh, that's the last year question, I promise you. Question three of my dumbed down version of this <laughs> quiz to make it easier for you Colin is in their initial meeting after while John became mayor what did John while John do to display his strength which caused Javert to suspect him uh, he lifted a wagon off somebody yeah I'm going to give you that soon excellent thank you in the superiorly dumbed down version of, of this course. quiz. <laughs> you can find anyone who could answer your question too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, question three. Um, what was Jean Valjean's prison number? Oh, 24601. 24601. 21. Two, two, one. <laughs> I'm going to sing that bit. Oh, because guess what my question four is, Colin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask it now. You can just, uh, I'm going to skip it. You're just going to go. Is, is the answer 24601? How do you know? I'm a genius. Um, which puts me 3-1 in the lead, I believe. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so you need to get this question right to stay in the game. Who played Marius in the 2012 film? Uh, Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. Very good. 3-2. And the last question. Oh, yeah. What did the Ternadiers steal from Marius when they found him in the sewers? Ooh. You know this. Oh, I should know this. I've seen this. Mm-hmm. I've seen this film a few times. Um, yes, what did they steal from him? I can play for time a bit longer. How can I? By just chatting incoherently. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do the rest of the hour. Why, why, uh, why make it any different? Um, did they steal from Marius when they found him in the sewers? <laughs> <laughs> Did they steal? You said that twice, <laughs> Colin. You can't. Uh, uh, I don't know a, fl- a flower. No, they stole his ring. Okay, I didn't know that. And they went to his wedding with his ring. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. In which case, this could be a great comeback for you, Zijan, for yet another draw. If I remembered rightly, you're only one behind with one question to go. Yes. Which character sings the song Castle on a Cloud? Uh, that's Little Cosette. That is Little Cosette. It's another draw. <laughs> Just because you asked me ridiculous year questions, <laughs> no one asks year questions. <laughs> the next next quiz, Colin, which you are suggesting, they're yep. all going to be. I hope you do our research on the years. <laughs> all going to be years. This is the, I think maybe the first time I've not asked you a director question. Tom Cooper. Yes, yes, it was. Um, well, next time, um, to, to 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 look forward slightly to the coming of of Suicide Squad. Uh, I thought we could do a quiz on Batman movies. Okay. So um, I hope you, yeah, all the years of Batman films. Yeah, all, all the years of Batman movies. I will. Memorize. I hope you know comic book history as well, Colin. I, I specifically what? said the Batman movies. In which <laughs> year was the first comic book of Batman published? That's not a movie question. <laughs> um, so we're we'll covering the, the Tim Burton's the. Um, Oh, name um, I've forgotten his name Jerry Brookheimer no that's someone else anyway the next guy um, this is one of the things I'll be learning for next time and the Christopher Nolan ones uh-huh. right well finally on to the main topic of today musical films uh-huh. Cjan, do you like musical films uh, it depends okay. actually yeah so I think I find some films when uh, some musicals when adapted to film doesn't translate really well okay um, but some do it justice, so it really does depend, and it also depends on the singing chops of the actors as well mm. that they select. Mm. And if they select the actors based on more of their status, their okay, well-known status rather than their singing uh, ability, it kind of ruins the film. And I think we've mentioned that last week when we talked about Ro- Russell Crowe, not last week, two weeks ago. Sure, um, yeah, I think Russell Crowe in Lamez, he's not terrible, but he is. He is the worst singer in Lamez. Yeah, he's definitely chosen because. People knew him. Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of thought I, I didn't like musicals, and I, I was looking back over some of these ones, and actually, there are some I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. What I was trying to work out though is what counts as a musical. So, um, okay. I, I have a theory. Mm-hmm. I'll see if you agree. So, uh, for me, it only counts as a musical if the, the characters don't necessarily know that they're singing. Yep, I agree with that. So, films like Pitch Perfect do not count because they're on the same page. Yeah, go. they're definitely performing there. Yep, I agree with that. So uh, I had to discount. Yeah, Pitch Perfect had discounted a couple of Beatles films, Hard Day's Night and Help. Um, okay. Um, a film called Once. I don't know if you've seen Once. I love Once. Yeah, great fun, but you I can't count once. it. So. No, definitely not. But so they made a musical out of Once, though. So they did, didn't they? Starring mm. Brandon Keating, I believe. Yeah, for a bit. I think Simon saw it. My brother. Um, mm. So sh- shall we start with? I was thinking of starting with the first musical, which won the best film Oscar. Oh yes. Which is West Side Story. Let's start there. Yeah. Um, was a story based on Romeo and Juliet, of course. It was. And Surprise, they both die. I only found out in our first <laughs> podcast. <laughs> or our second podcast. Yes. <laughs> but you'd seen West Side Story? I've seen West Side Story, yes. Didn't you notice them both dying? Or did they not, actually? Did they... No, I'm pretty sure someone died. I'm, pre- someone dies. I'm pretty sure more. Tony... Oh, spoilers. Are we supposed spoilers, to say spoilers yeah. about... Spoilers for the <laughs> I think most people know the plot line of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, they probably but, did, but, but spoilers for us, I story. And I saw it last year, and I, I can't actually remember how it ended. Um, I'm pretty sure Tony died. So, for those who do not know, uh, West Side Story is based on two gangs, I think, in New York. I'm not sure which city it was in. New York, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it was the Jets, 
versus the Sharks. And yep. the Jets are primarily white Caucasian and the Sharks were Latino. Except for uh, Maria. Uh, it was played Latina, but actually uh, was played by a white woman. Natalie Wood, wasn't Natalie it? Natalie Wood. Mm. In, in a fairly astonishing piece of casting. Um, but there you go. <laughs> uh, did she do her own singing as well? Or was it all dubbed as well? I think it might have been dubbed. Uh, so she was only sure. casted I, for... I, for being white. Um, <laughs> for her, her acting skills, I guess. Uh, she, she did fine. She did all right. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you said before that um, it really depends. I think... There are some musicals where where they've got some good singers, but they can't act. Yes, as as well. There's also some musicals where I come think I can't remember any of those songs. But West Side Story definitely isn't one of those. There's some very very memorable songs in that. Um, the I Feel Pretty, of course, yeah. which is which was in Anger Management as well. If you've seen that, <laughs> yep, all right. With Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson. Have you seen that film? I have. Yes. Yeah, and you've probably know that scene. Um. Yeah, I I tried to block the entire film from my memory. Why? What? What's wrong with the film? It's terrible. <laughs> uh, next time, a quiz on anger management. No, for not doing that. Um, what's the other one? Uh, America is is probably my mm. uh, possibly my favorite song from it. Yeah, it's typical of a musical film. Really, you have big dance numbers. You have um, I I can't remember whether it was a show on Broadway before it became a film. I think it was. Yes, yeah, I think it had been mm. um, been done there before, so it was possibly well known already. Um, and yeah, they're kind of dancing in place of violence a lot of the time. So rather than actually punching people, they just pirouette towards them. Yeah, and yeah, I thought it was, it was done really well. I think when I was younger, my my dad loved musical films as well, so he oh, introduced yeah. me to loads of them. And West Side Story was one of them. West Side Story gets the the CDZ movies seal of approval, <laughs> as as well as that Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I I do not know um what were its competitors in the Oscar. So I can't really tell whether it deserved the Oscar or the others, but and there's it was no good. way to find out. Uh, <laughs> no way. There's no laptop in front of me or Google or the internet. Next, right. um, let's go for uh, a Cliff Richard classic, "Summer Holiday," um, which I'm guessing you probably haven't seen. No, no, I, I, I have I, not. Cliff Richard was never really big outside of this country. So the, the "Summer Holiday," uh, he and a, a group of friends get uh, on a, an old London bus and drive to mm. Athens um, for a summer holiday. And it's rip-roaringly good fun. He, he made a few musicals to Cliff. Uh, I've, I've seen three of them. Um, the other two are absolute garbage. Uh, but <laughs> Summer Holiday is, is great fun. There's some good songs. Some it's holiday. a song as well, right? Summer Holiday is a song. Yeah, the song. title right. song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it also has uh, Bachelor Boy um, the next time. Yeah, it's, it's all very innocent, fun stuff. Uh, they, they pick up a, a young uh, boy along the way. Uh, and then it turns out it's actually a girl in disguise. Ooh. Um, Plot um, twist. Yeah, spoilers, <laughs> spoilers for some holiday. Well, when was this uh, film out released? I think it was 1967. It was yeah, sometime in the 60s. Oh, it's um, quite an old one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I've not heard of it. I don't know, know why it uh, wasn't okay. big in Malaysia. <laughs> Weird that. Uh, <laughs> was it all songs by Cliff Richard then? Uh, yeah, Cliff Richard in the Shadows. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Well, back back in the back in the day, it was quite traditional for for stars to make. Musical films. It's quite really? Classic. The Beatles did a few. Elvis did absolutely stacks of them. Uh, Elvis Presley, I've never seen any of them, um, but he made, I can't remember what it is now, but like 30-odd films. Uh, should I watch The Summer Holiday then? Uh, I think you should. Mm. But ask us, if you can find a second person to say that you should, uh, <laughs> go for it. You might struggle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next, I was thinking, going to the classic of all, well, the most well-known of all musical films, which oh, is yes. The Sound of Music. Okay. That's I think a con- it's controversial assertion, but... Um, Isn't it? I'm pretty sure it's the most... well-known of all musical films. Mm. I'm pretty sure it's like the granddaddy of all musical films. <laughs> that, that is their tagline, I think, actually. <laughs> it really is. The grand nun, the hit nun of all musical no. films. Um, one of the, the many, many great musicals to feature a lead character called Maria. Mm-hmm. That is true. Too, but... Uh, <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the, the sound of music. It was. Uh, it had very catchy songs. I can understand why it was very popular, especially back in uh, well in Malaysia, because okay. you, you you have Doremi stuck in your head the whole time. That's and true. pretty sure when I was learning the piano, it was one of the first few songs that I learned to play as well. It was it was simple. You learn the keys. Julie Andrews. Who doesn't love Julie Andrews? Uh, I I don't know anyone who doesn't love Julie Andrews. <laughs> Although Christopher Plummer has come on to say that recently that he didn't like the film. Well, okay, someone doesn't like it then. But I mean, in fairness, yeah, I, I, I know of him. Yeah. Yes, Nazis, nuns, hills, 
what's not to like? <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of uh, Julie Andrews, one, one of the musicals I loved growing up um, is Mary Poppins. Which, which uh, they're doing a remake of. Which we, yeah, we talked about um, last time, didn't we? Yeah. That was, that was great fun, very uh, imaginative, colourful. Do you ever see a film called um, Saving Mr. Banks? Yes, I have. Yeah, so that, that tells the... Um, the background story of of you know, um, Mary Poppins film and and, and the author P. L. Travers um, and her battles with Walt Disney as played by Tom Hanks. Although the film wasn't really true, was it? Because she didn't go and see the film at all. No, no. I think um, it was and one of those things that because it was made by Disney, the film yeah. they kind of had to make it good in the end. Yeah, it was a good ending in the end. But I'm pretty sure P. L. Travers was upset with the film, especially yeah, with the animated yeah, yeah. penguins. Yes, which in fairness was probably one of the bits that could have been left out. I agree with you that it was a bit weird, that segment. The whole jumping into a painting segment. No, but it had the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious bit in it, didn't it? So that's, it, uh... it did have it, yeah. I love Mary Poppins. And yeah, it was my, I think, one of my first few introductions to the British accent. Yes. Provided by Dick Van Dyke. Speaking of whom, did you ever see uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Oh, Chitty you, Chitty we, Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Chi bang bang, we love you. We yes. didn't we didn't manage to get through the full time without <laughs> Well someone has to sing it. It's a great song. <laughs> um, do you know how much money we've got to pay now? <laughs> That's that song's gotta be in the public domain, right? I hope so. Not in my voice yeah. though. No, no one recognises it. Fine. <laughs> to be honest, I, I never like that one as much as Mary Robbins, but it's uh, it's good family fun. Oh, I was reading the other day the, the uh the child catcher was introduced for the film. Probably it wasn't in the book. I can't remember much of Chi Chi Bang Bang. I, for some reason, I thought Julie Andrews was in it as well, but she wasn't, wasn't she? Uh, no, they had a, someone fairly similar to Julie Andrews. Yeah, because but, it was the same kind of personality, wasn't it? It's like this Truly Scrumptious was, was the character name. Yeah, so <laughs> no wonder I wasn't. Well, I was confused. I mean, it's a, kind of a similar character to Mary Poppins, really. Certainly in terms of the film, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Julie Andrews wasn't in My Fair Lady. She wasn't. No. Which she was supposed to be in. Is, is that the segue? <laughs> Here's that a is film a segue. she wasn't in. <laughs> no, but she was supposed to be in because she okay. played that part in West End. But the directors wanted someone more famous, so they got Audrey Hepburn instead. I'm always a fan of getting uh, getting Audrey Hepburn into a film. Mm. She can't sing. She can't sing, no, but she can act and she can put on a cockney accent. But um, she can't sing. But she can't sing. Uh, yeah. um, neither could... Um, was it Rex Harrison? Yeah, he won an yeah. Oscar for that role. Yeah, but he could. I mean, he's kind of um, uh, piloted the old "if you can't sing, just say it" uh, technique, which seems to have gone down very well. And he originated a role in the West End as well, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah, so it was him and Julie Andrews. So it was very big news when Rex was chosen for the film, but Julie wasn't. Ooh, controversial, controversial. Did you like the film? Yes, I thought I thought it went on a bit. To be honest, um, and mm-hmm. there aren't. There are some very memorable songs. Um, the rain in Spain, Spain stays sure. mainly in the plain. And there's the one about him walking down the... I've often walked down this street before, but the pavement always rose to meet my feet before. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you should sing uh, that, Colin. Come on, I'm, I'm, sing I'm it. singing it in my Rex Harrison style. <laughs> <laughs> I have often walked down this street before. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll sing something before the end. But, um, yes, it Colin. It, you it won't be from that film. Um, Was it more British than Mary Poppins? Um her Cockney accent was slightly better than Dick Van Dyke's Cockney accent, I suppose. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, in fairness, she grew up in England. Um, Did she? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think she, she was born in Belgium, but I think she uh, grew up over here. Ooh. My favourite musical, I think, mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. is Oliver. Oh, I have that on my list. So I've written down as Oliver exclamation mark. Oliver exclamation mark. You need to shout it out, Colin. Uh, Oliver. <laughs> Oliver. We've had enough trouble with sound quality without a, without me shouting. Uh, but I might sing something from Oliver if you're lucky. Uh, it's it's great casts. Um, well, Ron Moody as Fagin is absolutely brilliant. So many great songs. Mm. Uh, there's, there's hardly any that that don't work. Most musicals, I find you've got like three or four songs that are just there to pass the time. Was it a better British accent there as well? Uh, their British accents were all excellent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're basically going through all the musicals with British. <laughs> uh, in fairness, I think they're all British. So so were they? Uh, I, I I don't know for sure, but I think most of them were. Most of them were. Uh, I love consider yourself. Consider yourself yeah. Oh friend There you go Hey well done Colin <laughs> singing Everyone remember this This is What day is this uh, The 17th of July 2016 We just made history I sing quite a lot Just not when people are listening Now uh, the whole world can listen Millions of Millions of people 
In fact, I, I sing a lot around the house, and I don't know how thick my double glazing really is. So um, you can talk to my neighbours. They can probably hear me singing a lot. Well, given you've not got any complaints, so A, your double glazing is working fine, yeah. or B, your singing is pitch so perfect. so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, people leave flowers outside my front door. That's probably... That's never happened. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a oh, it's a beautiful film. It's um I've not read the book in Venice, but um I, I've seen a another film uh, based more closely on the book, and the book's actually very depressing. Uh, Is it? I don't know if you I've not read a storyline. You, you've seen Oliver, haven't you? I've but, seen um, Oliver, yeah. But spoilers for the Victorian book, Oliver. Uh, Fagin dies at the end in the uh, he gets hanged, I think. Oh really? I didn't know that. Um, in, in the in the book. In the film, uh, he was dancing happily with. With uh, the Artful Dodger. The Artful yes. Dodger. Or The Way Home. I think, if I, I, I please, if you're a Dickens scholar, email in. Uh, movies at gmail.com. Uh, I think he was running along a roof and accidentally hanged himself. Like, uh, he's, I don't know, Oh, wow. Um, that is grim. Or something. So, um, that is grim. So pretty much did. everyone died. Nancy. Um, Bill Oliver Sykes. lived, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Only Oliver, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Dickens, Dickens liked to kill people off. Cool. What's uh, what's next on your list? I think something more modern. Okay. Uh, Chicago. I think it was the last musical which has won the best Oscar. So I'm bookending it, basically. I see. I see. <laughs> uh, I think you're right because Les Mis was the uh, was the first film to be nominated since Chicago. I think. I yeah. Think yeah. They did like a few in between, like Mamma Mia with Meryl Streep and Phantom of the Opera, which proves that Gerard Butler cannot sing. Uh, <laughs> or but oh, <laughs> I really don't like Gerard Butler. What um, was wrong with Gerard Butler? He, well, he can't act particularly. I mean, he, he, so I, I, I've said this before. I think even on the show, but no one, no one casts Gerard Butler unless at least five people have turned it down already. Oh, poor Gerard Butler. Poor, poor Gerard Butler. But yeah, so Chicago was. Have you seen Chicago? Uh, yes, but I don't remember much about it, Jules. Oh, um, so it was about. Two married murderesses, okay. and ha- and a sleazy lawyer who tried to get them out of jail. So these two uh. people were played by Catherine Zeta Jones and yes. Renee Zellweger. Both performed their roles uh, very well. How was how was Catherine Zeta Jones's American accent? <laughs> Surprisingly good. Yeah, but okay. I, I think accents disappear when you sing anyway, unless you're Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> and yeah, I think um, did did Richard Gere get the best actor for it? No, um, he didn't. But Catherine Zeta Jones won. Ah, right. Best supporting actress for that role. Oh, Catherine. Yeah, I think it was well deserved. Um, it was great. Um, the production was good because it was glitzy and glamoury, and it had this kind of theatre feel kind of it, which I think you know helps because Chicago was originally a show on West End before it became a film. Sure. Yeah, yeah, compared to other things. So it makes more sense to do it more glitz and more glamour. And most of the songs were done as an act. Oh, yeah. So there was a, like a ventriloquist act, for example, when uh, Richard Gill was singing a particular song and then there was okay. like a high act, acrobatic act for something Ooh. else. So I thought it was quite interesting that hmm. they done that way. Hmm. Um, I can, I'm going to go uh, even, even more modern. Okay. Uh, a film called The Last Five Years, which... Uh, Stars Anna Kendrick. Uh, again, it was taken from the and stage first. Jeremy Jordan. That's right. I was going to say I couldn't remember his name, but well done. Mm. Um, I've not seen it, but I've okay. heard the songs from it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think Anna Kendrick's a great actress. Uh, I still think she's, well, as I said before, outside of Pitch Perfect, she makes some very strange film choices. But um, <laughs> she obviously loves to sing. And uh, uh, the thing about this, so the, the idea of the last five years, it, it tells them five years of a couple's relationship. But. Um, they kind of alternate points of view, her point of view and his point of view. Mm. Uh, but they're, they're doing it sequentially, but one of them is going forward in time yep. and one of them is going backwards in time. Yep. Something I didn't realise until the film had finished. So I, 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 <laughs> and I they met so, in the middle, right, I think? They did meet in the middle, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, I was so confused because I was just... Surely she's already moved out. Why is she now in a different place? So if I'd known beforehand that that's what they were doing, yeah, um, I would have enjoyed the film a lot more, I think. It's about a breakdown of a relationship, isn't it? As well, that's right. Yeah, so they're they're breaking up at that time. So it's like one of them. I'm trying to. Remember, I think he goes forwards in time. She goes backwards, if I remember rightly. But yeah, so his songs getting more and more depressed, and uh, her songs getting more and more optimistic um, as it goes through. Yeah, yeah, and because he was the one who broke up with her, I think. 
That's, yeah. yeah. So it kind of it tells you the the kind of tale of their um, of the fact that they're they're splitting further and further apart. Mm. Just a different attitude. Um, and yeah, they say they meet in the middle, uh, and that's where things kind of working out. But, mm. Jeremy Jordan uh, actually performs on Broadway, so he's a good singer uh, okay. in his own right, and he is in Supergirl. Oh, I knew I recognised him. He's yes, in, he's in Supergirl. He plays um, one of Kara's colleagues, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, to be honest, acting wise, thought it was very good. This is one of these ones that song wise, not many of the songs are very memorable. There's mm. one or two that I can remember afterwards, but it's yeah, it's certainly no standouts. I thought. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, I don't think it did very well at, at the cinema. No, was it was it even released in the cinema? I thought. It was well, I, I don't remember TV. being released. I, I got it on DVD, but I don't. Yeah, I don't remember it coming out. So yeah. maybe it, maybe it wasn't. What's next on your list? I have Into the Woods. Ah, another Anna Kendrick. Another Anna Kendrick as Cinderella and Emily Blunt, um, who can sing very well, which I'm very hopeful for in the new Mary Poppins production. Yes, of course. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. So, so the idea of uh, Into the Woods is uh, basically a twist on, on fairy tales. So it's lots mm. of uh, well-known fairy tales, but you kind of see what happens after they end. Or, yeah, or I think loads of people didn't realize it was a musical when they walked into the cinema. So right. I was watching I was watching it in, in Bristol. And then when we were, when we were walking out, uh, someone was commenting very loudly saying, I'm not going to listen to any music for one month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they realized that when they walked in there. Um, there was a lot, of, um, a lot of Sondheim, and Sondheim's songs tend to be quite... I, I don't even know how to describe it. He did Sweeney Todd as well. Okay. It's a kind of music. It's not particularly catchy. No, I was going to say, I, I, again, it's one that I couldn't tell you. Like, I couldn't sing any of the songs from it now, I don't think. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's kind of telling the story in, in, in rhythmically. I mean, there's some good performances. Anna Kendrick's always, always good in what she does. Meryl Streep somehow got a... Oscar nomination out of it because she's Meryl Streep. Because she's Meryl Streep. Yeah. yeah. James Corden isn't the world's greatest singer, but he can carry a tune if he has to. Yeah. Um, Chris, yeah, Chris Pine, Pine was in it, wasn't he? As a Prince, Prince Charming. Charming. He can uh, sing. Johnny well. Depp was in it, wasn't he, for a brief period? For the as a big red wolf. Yeah, I yeah. think there were just too many characters. Like, yeah, I didn't care for a lot of them. Like Rapunzel. Do you remember Rapunzel? She was oh, there. Oh, vaguely. She was yeah. there somehow with her hair. Yeah. Yeah. No, no I think it was a bit too. Confusing and think it doesn't translate well as a film. Basically, I'm pretty sure it did, does better in a, as a stage production. Yeah, I've not seen it on the stage. I've seen. I'm not. I'm not sure I've seen any musicals on the stage. Actually, which I really ought to rectify. But um, yeah, it didn't feel like the most satisfying conclusion when it got there. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, there's been a huge musical resurgence again. They are doing Wicked. There seems to be a lot more of them, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Are, are they making a film of Wicked? They are making a film of Wicked. Oh, excellent. So they are redoing Mary Poppins, obviously, and. They're going to do Wicked. Although I would, I would really want someone who can sing to be in Wicked. You hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah, because the songs are very iconic in a sense, and you want someone to be able to at least you know carry the tune. Yes. <laughs> uh, next on my list is a film called Rock of Ages, which is again based on a on a stage musical. I've not seen the film, but I've seen the stage musical. Okay, mm. I think they changed it quite. A Bit in places, um, but Rocker is based on basically um, hair metal songs, so kind of seventies-ish um, uh, songs. Um, it vaguely tells a story of a of a young singer-songwriter, um, in fact, two young singer-songwriters uh, trying to make their way in the music biz, um, and they encounter uh, a faded or rock star played by Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah. in a quite phenomenal performance, um, <laughs> uh, and various other people uh, around the edges. Um, I, I mean, it, hair metal is not my favourite genre of music but um, I would listen to that soundtrack for absolutely ages afterwards there's I, some good really songs there though yeah 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 you have obviously Journeys Don't Stop Believing in it yes yeah, so that's the one they, that's they not really hair metal on. though is it no that, that felt a little bit um, out of out of genre um, Jukebox Hero um, mm. We Built the City on Rock and oh, Roll I love that song uh, Hit Me With Your Best Shot uh, I Wanna uh, Know What Love Is uh, that one yeah um, <laughs> I remember that scene as well yes <laughs> So I really enjoyed that. I think it got some fairly poor reviews. It, it, it helps not to take it too seriously. Mm. Uh, but speaking of British accents, um, Russell Brand, who is British, for some reason was playing um, someone from Birmingham with a really bad uh, Birmingham accent. <laughs> not sure why that was needed. Alec Baldwin's in it. He was doing his uh, speaking, singing type of stuff. Rex Harrison style. Yes, exactly. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I, and Catherine Zeta-Jones, in fact, uh, fresh from her Oscar um, mm. by about 10 years. 20 years maybe after the Oscar anyway uh, but yeah it was great fun I enjoyed it 
Shall we? Shall we rattle through some uh, more? We, we, I, yeah, I, we're I, running out of time though. Running out of time. So um, let's pick one more each. Mm, okay. Go? Yeah, I'll go for Mamma Mia. Okay. Yeah, only because it's just fun. <laughs> it really is just fun. Meryl Streep was in it. I'm and I'm pretty sure she was nominated for an Oscar as well. Like, I would have thought so. Yeah. Because it's Meryl Streep. <laughs> 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 Honestly, she can do any, she can do no wrong. But ABBA songs, everyone loves ABBA, and it's true. I've not seen Mamma Mia actually. Um, it's not the best musical. I mean, <laughs> jukebox musicals aren't really the best anyway, because they try to make a musical of a, a coherent plot line right. from songs from a particular artist, which is so difficult. That's tricky. So yeah. do they change the lyrics to get a fit, or do they just... No, they didn't do that, but Mamma Mia's um, plot line was absurd to begin with. Uh, I can tell you very quickly. It was Go basically it. about a mom and her daughter, um, Meryl Streep, and the daughter, Amanda Seyfried. Oh, yes. Basically, the daughter is getting married soon. But she doesn't want. She wants to know who her husband, uh, her father is, to walk her down the aisle. Uh, okay. So she went through her mother's things and she found out three potential fathers. Right. So she got them all to come onto this Greek island and they all had lots of fun together. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> That's, so, pretty so much it. That's pretty Pierce much. That's pretty much. Brosnan, who I hear can't sing. Yes, it was awful. Colin Firth. Colin Firth, the the, the wonderful Colin Firth. Yes. And was it Stellan Skarsgård? I can't. I think so. I can't remember who the last one was. I remember Pierce Brosnan and Colin Firth quite clearly, but I yeah. can't remember the last one. I think it's Stellan Skarsgård. I've not seen mm. it, but um, uh, he plays one of the characters in the Avengers uh, and Thor films, whose name escapes me. But it's good fun. Summer fun. Poppy fun. Excellent. Mm. Good summer fun. Mm. Um, I'm looking through the list. I realise we haven't really talked about Les Mis, um, which you probably ought to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I said I think Oliver's my favourite musical, but it's, it's very close with Les Mis, so let's talk about that one. Um, okay. So again, I've not seen it on the stage. I really want to, so I'm going to try and organise that. But um, uh, it's almost all songs. So even the kind of the the conversations are kind of slightly liltingly songs. There's yes, not a lot of speaking. it's quite rare in a stage musical for something like that to happen. I think Lemis is yeah. one of the few who does that. And it was well, famously uh, all recorded live. So they, they, usually in, in musical films, the uh, the cast will sing it. Uh, beforehand and then lip sync uh, when they're filming. Uh, whereas in this one, it was kind of they had um, piano music playing in the ear and uh, so it was mostly close-ups, right? Yeah, just lots of close-ups to prove that they were singing live. Um, which I thought, yeah, really did help to get out some great, great performances. So Hugh Jackman, I thought was phenomenal in that film. Um, his background is he was, although I thought his voice didn't suit it, John Val okay. John that well. Yeah, I think his voice is a bit too low for that. Yeah, I was reading when I was doing, doing some research that he had um, like had a vocal coach to try and raise it because he's he's a baritone. They're trying to make him into a tenor. Yeah, and Joel John is a tenor. Yeah, definitely. yeah. So, but I thought, I mean, acting wise, he, he was outstanding. Um, so he he got nominated for an Oscar. He lost out to uh, Daniel Day Lewis for Lincoln that year, mm. which is a fair shout because he was brilliant. But um, yeah, and no, I, I I was really impressed. I thought uh, obviously Anne Hathaway who did get her Oscar. She was really good. Yeah, I. I have cried in that scene. I am yes. very proud to admit. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it really brought out the emotion in that song, which I think is, is "I Dreamed a Dream" is the best-known song in the film. I would in the musical, yeah. I would say, but they really took a different approach to it to kind of um, to make it very broken. Um, yeah, you mean miserable. Ah, ah, I see what you, I see what you've done there. <laughs> clever, clever, clever. <laughs> I try. Yeah, and then yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen and um, Helena Bonham Carter as as the the Trinidadians. That's the one. Um, very funny. They did that role very well. Uh, I I love Samantha Barks in it. Who who is? Oh, she's from the 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 West End production. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think she's acted before on in film, mm-hmm. or if she has had any big role, or indeed since. She auditioned for the BBC um, uh, Nancy. Yes, program, she, she did. Yeah, I can't. What's it called? No, I can't. Uh, but yeah, I thought she was absolutely outstanding in, uh, as that um, Eddie Redmayne. Very good. Yeah, I think that was the first film which um, I found out about Eddie Redmayne. Really. Yeah, I'd, I'd seen him in My Week with Marilyn, but I didn't really remember it that well. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Russell Crowe probably the weakest link. Um, <laughs> I think that's no one's really arguing with that. Um, <laughs> But in terms of the spectacle, I mean, and a very emotional film, and it was quite—I mean, it was quite long. It was two and a half hours, but it didn't feel like it. It was—I um, mm. uh, suppose we have Victor Hugo to thank for the uh, the story. But yeah, between that one and Oliver, for my favorite musical. That's good. What would you say is your favorite musical? I like the sound of music. Sound of music. There you go. The granddaddy of musicals. The uh, granddaddy, as I've heard. The, the granddad. The granddad. 
Well, there we go. Um, that is it for musicals, um, which leaves us just time to do the actor factor. Oh, I was hoping we could just avoid this actor factor bit because we've gone too long now. <laughs> then we do don't it. need to talk about Will Smith. Let's do it very quickly. And um, basically, you can tell the good people why you alone in the entire world <laughs> don't like Will Smith. It's he's not a bad actor. I don't hate him. Okay. Sounds like okay, you do. I mean, Sounds like no, you do. No, I don't. I don't hate him. I'm, there, are, there are much worse actors out there, like <laughs> Adam, Adam Sandler for once. Yep, true. Yeah, yeah. So he's better than Adam Sandler. He is. <laughs> yeah, he, he is a good actor. But I think I find quite a few of his films very. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce this word again. Okay. Self-aggrandization. Self-aggrandizing. Yeah, that's. Um, the people know what you mean. You're fine. Yeah, it's always about him. He always is the only person who can solve this problem. He's the hero of the film, and he always, yeah. Yeah, no, I see. I mean, I like Will Smith, but uh, you, you're right. He very, very rarely plays an ensemble. He he plays the lead, and he's always the good guy. It'd be interesting mm. in Suicide Squad to see him playing not necessarily the lead and not necessarily, and not good necessarily guy. the good guy. Yeah. So that, that's quite a change for him. Um, and mm. I, was, I think I said last time he really needs a hit because it's been a long time since he's had a film that did really well. He was in After Earth. Yes, he was. <laughs> uh, we, we are not mentioning After Earth at all, right? <laughs> uh, I think you prefer it if we didn't. Um, but I mean, after uh, Men in Black and Independence Day, um, absolute smash hits that really made his name. It's been How many a- films have you seen from him? Um, that's a good question. I have uh, I have IMDb open in front of me. Uh-huh. Uh, so if I knew him in the Fresh Prince back in the, in the BBC Two repeats of the Fresh Prince, obviously not a film. Uh, but, uh, Independence Day, Men in Black, um, uh, Ali. You've not seen Ali, have you? I've not seen Ali. Uh, that was his, definitely his most dramatic role. He played, he played Muhammad Ali uh, in a biopic. It was uh, fairly kind of straight down down the middle. It wasn't um, a particularly wacky biopic in any means. It told the main events, and, and he did it as well as you'd expect, but. Um, didn't exactly revolutionise the format. Mm. Men in Black 2, which is terrible. Um, <laughs> iRobot, which was interesting. Um, Isaac Asimov? Isaac Asimov, yeah. I've not really... Re- I've not read it. I- I've read a little bit of Asimov, but not much. Um, what I m- remember mostly about iRobot is all the Audis. <laughs> yeah, I remember that bit as well. Yeah. Uh, Hitch, which I think is great fun. I I, I-, I could try to remember the name of the, the lead actress in that, either. Mendes, who in the first scene she was in that film, she was wearing a Beatles t-shirt, so it won me over. <laughs> you, you must enjoy Hitch, even if you don't like Will Smith. I enjoy Hitch. I did enjoy Hitch. Uh, it was Kevin Smith as well, wasn't it? Who played the unhitchable guy. Uh, it's not Kevin Smith. Is it Kevin Smith, the director? Is it Ke- oh, it's Kevin something. Kevin it's something. Kevin something. Yeah, yeah, he's Adam Sandler's best friend. That's why I know. I mean, I have IMDb open right in front of me, but I still can't be bothered to look that up. <laughs> um, yeah, and that was... I mean, it's a straight-up romantic comedy, which you don't see much these days. Mm. When you see romantic comedies with stars, they tend to be twisting the format somehow, and they always say, oh, this isn't a standard romantic comedy, whereas this was just straight down the line, it's a romantic comedy. I want to see more of them. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness, we talked a bit about uh, last time. Hancock was really disappointing, actually. I didn't mind it that much. I thought the first half was good. Yeah, yeah. The second half just went uh, unraveled so quickly. It just became insane. Yeah. So Hancock, for those who haven't seen it, it's basically the idea that Will Smith is a superhero, but he's also kind of really lazy, kind of goes out. A goes, drunk, goes drunk. wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is a really good idea for a film. I think he he was a good choice to do it. And you're right, the first half is quite interesting, setting up the premise, had Jason Bateman's yeah. role and all that. But then they got but until they found out all this destiny it. thing with oh. Charlize Theron and all that thing. Oh, yeah. That just became oh, so bad. <laughs> Men in Black 3 was... Okay. That was okay, yeah. I've not seen this film, but apparently he played a judge in uh, A New York Winter's Tale, uh, which I believe was just called A Winter's Tale in America, but because A Winter's Tale is a Shakespeare play, they'd called it A New York Winter's Tale for us. So there you go, that's him not playing the star in a film I've not seen. <laughs> but he does play the star very often. He does, and Focus was the last one I saw, um, Yeah. which um, I think we mentioned before, but... Uh, he he and Margot Robbie. It's it's a fine film. It's okay. Um, it's, I think isn't it was, this about hustle? It's basically hustle, but but not as clever. Uh, it was mm. good at kind of showing Margot Robbie could uh, could play a, maybe not lead, but kind of second lead in a film, kind of cement her Hollywood status. But they played mm-hmm. it. They had a romantic coupling, and he's at least twice her age. So uh, <laughs> so there you it go. Doesn't matter in Hollywood, right? Uh, apparently not. So no. I would say. As we sometimes do our favourite and least favourite uh, Will Smith films or, or actor factor films, well, um, I would say my favourite Will Smith film. I'm flicking through the app as I talk. 
um, is oh, it's I don't know, Hitch. Um, and my least favorite <laughs> is Hancock. What would you say, Zijan? Uh, we are we are improving on the number of films that I know. So I know one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Compared to Chris Pratt of eight. So this ah, is clearing up. So, yeah. so were there any that I didn't mention that you wanted to talk about? Uh, it's, well, uh, I have I Am Legend. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. In it as well, um, which is basically him, just him alone with a dog in the whole film. Yep. Oh, I, I have seen met, that one, actually. That was bad. Uh, yeah. And Shark Tale, which pretty much everyone okay. else was in it. Yes. Every, uh, everyone was in Shark Tale. Uh, even Martin Scorsese acted in Shark Tale. And he's not even an actor. Yeah. But... When it comes to films that I like, I like I enjoy Men in Black. Okay. I I enjoy the films when Will Smith wasn't just by himself. Right. Put it that way. So when, more, <laughs> when, when he was part of an ensemble, when his co-star isn't a dog, is, is the when films his you co-star like. wasn't a dog, when it wasn't, it doesn't feel like the film was just trying to you know make him you know bigger than what. He was. Uh, I don't know. It's just a personal preference, I think. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Well, there you go. Um, if you disagree with Zijan about Will Smith, <laughs> find him and break his legs. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, uh, next time. What? <laughs> next time on Act Fighter, we're talking about Scott Johansson. This is a bit criminal, Colin, breaking my legs. Well, that's, yeah, that's incitement to commit a crime, isn't it? Okay. Well, if, if Zijan <laughs> hasn't edited that bit out, I might be in prison. Let's find out. Yes. Next time I'm talking about Scarlett Johansson, we'll discover... Scarlett... Scarjo. Scarjo. Discover just how many Scarlett Johansson films I've seen. And how few I've seen. And how few you've seen. <laughs> and we might discover that I'm a little bit in love with Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Let's find out. But we'll also be talking about Star Trek Beyond and that, that mm-hmm. quiz about uh, Batman. It's going to be great. Yeah. Cool. We'll see you next time. Bye.